Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create. What's up, family? This is episode 20, the Gary Payton edition. You know, 20 episodes. 20 episodes in. Me and my girl Keita back on a solo tip. Yes, I'm here. No, because, guys, let me address something, okay? Because, first of all, me and Red are supposed to be a team. We're supposed to be Draymond, Steph. We're supposed to be a team, a dynamic duo. Talk to me. Talk to me. He posted a video. He didn't clear it with me. Mm. You know? Not one of my proudest moments. You know, now I got a phone rage. She posted videos, but guys, we are back. Um, and we just appreciate you guys for listening to episode 20. Wow. This is moving right on. Oh yeah. Um Brad got a Laker uh hoodie on y'all. He's very hyped for the NBA season. When I started this, I didn't I didn't think I would be able to get to five episodes, you know. But once we got the five, then we got the ten. Yeah. Now we at twenty. Yeah. And I ain't gonna rush anything, but you know, when we get to further along, we'll probably have some more giveaways, some more. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, might do something just live. Some, you know? some special things mm-hmm. happening. Sure. Um, but sure. We gonna we gotta get to that point. But right now we on episode twenty. Yeah. We got a couple things to talk about before you know, Kitty uh, go on another vacation. Whoa, I whoa. ain't clocking her moves. Whoa. Whoa. I ain't clocking. Another one. <laughs> I'm just trying to live the absolute best life I could live, and this is pro- this is not going to be my last vacation. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going on a girls' trip, so shout out to all my girls. We will be in a really sunny place, and listen to all the episodes is the best thing you can do for me while I'm on vacation. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you guys hear this, she'll be in the sun somewhere, mm-hmm. sipping on a uh, you know. Maybe she don't drink, but maybe she might have a little something. You never know. But when y'all listen to this, she's probably on the beach or mm-hmm. walking on a uh, strip, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'll be right here. Well, I'll be at work probably. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, but you started off by saying, you know, you didn't like how I posted the video. I'm sorry. My apologies. But speaking good. of basketball and women's basketball, mm-hmm. you know, it was WNBA game a couple days ago, you know. One of the biggest players ever in the WNBA, yeah. uh, Brittany Griner. You can okay. expound on it more. Um, I'm not too proud to talk about this because, you know, guys, when I talk about the WNBA, I try to talk about the WNBA in the best light possible. But unfortunately, um, I think this was last week or a few days ago, um, Phoenix Mercury and I think the Dallas Wings mm-hmm. were playing. 
And Brittany Griner got to altercation with a rookie. I can't remember the rookie's name, but she was running for her life. And I'm not mad at her because Brittany Griner is 6'8". But Brittany Griner has had a lot of issues in the WNBA pertaining to the physicality of the game. Yes, she's 6'8", but she's also like, come on now. It gets a little out of hand sometimes with the physical nature. Um, if she's not going against other big men, such as a Liz Cambage or um, a Sylvia Fowles, those are other big players. And... The physicality, she understands that. But sometimes the, the smaller players, the 6'4s, 6'5s, or under, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm an undersized post player, so I kind of know um, the side of the undersized defender is you just trying to be as physical as possible. But sometimes you get that that complex of that small versus big, and, and sometimes you can overdo it as a, as a smaller player. So I feel like sometimes the players do overdo it. And she has some really strong statements about, the reason why she's still staying in the WNBA, and she said the main reason she's on, she's playing in the WNBA is for the fans in the Phoenix Mercury. So that's a very, very interesting um, thing that the WNBA definitely needs to handle because she's one of the biggest stars in the WNBA. She's making one of the biggest salaries in the WNBA, over a hundred thousand. Um, uh, she makes in the WNBA, but that's nowhere near the money that she makes overseas. So like I say all the time, these players are really playing in the WNBA for the love of the game and the love of their fan base and the love of their teams. So the WNBA definitely has some things to address pertaining this fight. Well, I wouldn't call it a fight. It was, it really wasn't a fight because one man, one person was doing a jerk and Brittany Griner was going, like, she was pushing everybody. It was, I, I didn't necessarily see, I, I saw their arms get tangled up, but I didn't necessarily see the whole game because for Brittany Griner to get that upset it has to have been something that was going on the whole game. She just she just didn't snap because she had her issues before, especially at Baylor when she punched a girl. But <laughs> if you watch the whole game, it was things leading up to that. She just didn't say, oh, I'm going to punch the girl in the face. The girl has been was doing things to her the whole game. Um, that's for her younger years. So this is not an MO of hers, but she's had, had issues in the past pertaining to the fight. And that's just something that WNBA is going to have to figure out because – your biggest star is telling you that they're only playing for the team that they play for and the fan base. They're not playing for the WNBA, the name or, or the, the legacy that the WNBA has. So that's pretty scary in my opinion. Yeah, when I saw those clips of uh, Griner running after yeah, whoever the player was. Yeah, I, she's I'm a rookie. Sure I, I don't want to butcher her name. But um, I was scared for the girl. Like, yeah, me too. Brittany Griner was really trying to get her. Like, yeah. Her long arms throwing. She was throwing some, trying to hit, land a punch on anybody yes. that it would yes. hit. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And the, and the, and the other, other female was just running away. You said she was hitting a jerk. <laughs> yes. But um, I'm like, damn. I hope they don't see each other on the street anywhere. Cause well, she we know the one girl going to run. So it's, what are you going to say? Know. But I'm not I mad just, at her for running. But you oh can't no. start a fire and then be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that fire just started. Dude, that's so crazy. Like, you you egg this girl on and then when she want to fight you, you start running. I had to put it on. I had to repost it. And, I, and that's yeah, how it was, I felt. It was. It was mm. <laughs> I'm glad that girl ran away because it could have been a lot more damage done and a lot more suspensions. Yeah. And it, it's just. A bad look on the WNBA, whereas in the WNBA, they're trying to build on their success and right. build their fan base. And by having a fight like that or a fight that could have occurred, that would just bring them back down and people will keep looking down on them. And they didn't need that. And no. I'm, I'm glad it was broken up, even yeah. though it was broken up by players who left the bench like Diana Taurasi. I saw her yeah. leader bench got yep. She got uh, suspended, I'm sure, a couple games. But, um, yeah, 
That was a little wild. I saw that on Instagram. Like, wow. Yeah, I don't, because it seems like sometimes WNBA stories come out and it's good, but most of the time when it's on a bigger platform, it's something that should, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't happen, you know, but we're all human. We all make mistakes, but Brittany Griner, the word she said, the WNBA definitely need to take notice because it, it the fight, it wasn't just a fight. It was just a, it, it just put a, a, a sour taste in my mouth pretending the WNBA as a whole. It's just really scary to see that your biggest stars are saying, I'm not playing. I'm just playing for the fan base and playing for um, the team and everything else. So it, it was very interesting, but Shout out to the, the WNBA. They was able. To, they gave the suspensions, three games for Brittany. I think two games for the girl that was running. And the other players that got off the bench, they got suspended one game. But it's other issues that the WNBA need to resolve. But I thought we just need to touch on that because it was just something that I seen that I was like, wow, that's pretty strange. Because you, you see fights in WNBA, but it'd be like so far apart that you don't really talk about it. Because we had a fight years ago, LA Sparks and Detroit Shock. That was pretty bad. Um, so after that, it is far in between. So this is just something we thought to just throw out there. I know y'all seen it because it is a funny meme that's going around. It's not a funny situation, but yeah, we just wanted to cover that because we know y'all y'all watch it on on the social media uh, platform. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to expound on it just a little bit like um, because, like we said, we talk about everything: sports, women's sports, men's sports, culture. You know, everything. Speaking of. Uh, Another sport, football, Jay-Z, Rock Nation just signed a, a deal uh, with the NFL to basically, it's basically like an entertainment deal where they they control, I know they control the Super Bowl performers, um, they're trying to just make a change, and a lot of people, I saw a mix of reviews, basically, some people saying Jay-Z shouldn't have took the deal because he said he would never uh, perform the Super Bowl for them mm-hmm. because of Kaepernick. And then mm-hmm. I see other people who saying he's a hypocrite because he signed a deal and didn't consult with Kaepernick about mm-hmm. the deal or didn't involve him. So mm-hmm. what, what's your take on that? Um, yeah, like you said, there has been many re- mixed reviews about it. And it's very interesting to me because I I do agree with what Colin Kaepernick is doing and He's doing really noble work, and to and to put your career on the line, what he did for a cause that's so important, he will always get praise in my book, you know. Um, but sometimes people do things for their own reasons, and you just have to accept it for what it is. Jay Z chose to make this decision to, to partner with the NFL. We don't really know the ins and outs of it. Um, I thought it would be better if Colin was like if it was Colin and Jay Z, and they were doing something, but. Colin's not in entertainment, so I don't know what his part would have been pertaining to the entertainment part of it. But I know a lot of people are are just against the NFL and until Colin gets a job. But he's been out the NFL for three years now. You know, the window for a quarterback, especially an aging quarterback and a veteran quarterback, is slim. But it's even more slim when people feel like you have baggage or anything like that. I'm not saying that Colin has that, but I, I think a lot of teams... Um, in the NFL do feel like he, he has baggage and he comes with a lot but um, what he stands for means way more and I will always respect him for that very interesting uh, I didn't think Jay-Z would do this I didn't think Jay-Z would work with the NFL again because I thought his stance with Colin Kaepernick was stronger um, but maybe I was just wrong maybe I was just an outsider looking in like a lot of people that disagreed maybe they just thought the relationship with Colin Kaepernick and Jay-Z were a little bit closer but you just don't know the ins and outs. I do know from my research that I did on Instagram 
and I was on Colin Kaepernick Instagram, he had no contact with Jay-Z at all. So the stories that him and Jay-Z spoke about it are all false. This is coming from his Instagram. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think Jay-Z would, would, would partner with NFL. I thought that when uh, Colin Kaepernick took a stand, I thought a lot of other people that were saying they were taking a stand with him were, were, will continue that as the years come. But I guess not. Yeah. Um, honestly, I can't say I'm surprised that Jay-Z took the deal. Because of the businessman that he is, um, mm-hmm. you, you can look at it two ways. The businessman, Jay-Z, Rock Nation, that's a good look for Rock Nation as a brand, um, partnering with the NFL, try to, even though Kaepernick wasn't involved and he's still not in the league uh, on a, a roster, um, they're trying to maybe, this is just speculation, but trying to make that deal and then promote social change for so it won't be others like Kaepernick. Kaepernick was basically like a scapegoat. Um, mm-hmm. They're blackballing them. Correct. Um, and we can't change that now. And that goes along with like the Meat Mill story, which I won't get it too much into, but where the judge was basically trying to make an example out of him. Correct. Put him on probation for 10 years. But just to go back to Jay-Z and why I think they signed a deal. Mm-hmm is to promote that social change to bring those entertainers that fans as a whole, no matter what race, want, wants to see at Super mm-hmm. Bowls, at different games, events, mm-hmm. um, just to bring awareness to different different things. And like I said, Kaepernick, he probably was a scapegoat. And it's not too much you can change now because every owner has their own mindset. Every uh, general manager has, has their mindset on. Of course, I'm... Of course, they, he's talented enough to make any team in the league as a if, as a backup, if not a starter for some teams. Correct. But at this point, it's like... Would you even want to? Like, if a job, if a team were to call him, would, would he even want to do it? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if it's, a lot of these teams are, are scared of the narrative that he has, a strong black man standing for something that he believes in, woo. I'm scared. I just don't like, I don't think my fan base would appreciate this, but um, also a job when they, when, when they show you who they really are and they're just turning back on you in one, in any moment when you just, and and he did a, he did a protest and then he backed up while he did a protest. And then we were able to see across the world images and, and video of, our people getting gunned down for reasons we would never understand or never know. You can't tell me that's wrong, you know? So when you can't give me a definitive answer of why you blackballed me or why you turned your back on me, why would I want to work for you in the first place? And I feel like Colin Kaepernick probably also feels like if if you're if you're someone that supports me and you really and you really about the cause, you wouldn't you wouldn't associate with the NFL either. And I go back and forth because before I was even doing your podcast and before I wanted to even talk about sports, I was, I felt like I was, I was kind of pulled in either direction. I'm a huge fan of the Philadelphia Eagles and it's like, Hmm, I'm, I'm in this media realm. I talk about sports. Where, where do I stand? Where do, where do my feelings lie? Where do my beliefs lie? You know? So it's like, it's not as cut and dry as people think, especially when your whole life you've been watching sport, a certain sport, and it comes to a point where you have to make a decision that's best for you and best for your family, you know. So, um, 
At one point, I was I was pro I was not watching the NFL as much as I because I work a lot, so I wasn't watching games anyway. But then it was like it came to a point where I have to make a decision. And I have to stand on it, you know. So I go back and forth with the NFL thing because I do believe in what Colin Kaepernick stood for. I still believe in what he stood for, and I and I can't say I support it if I'm still watching the NFL, you know. So I never want to be a hypocrite, you know. So that's where my stance is. I believe in everything he stands for, but can I say that I'm following it? No, because I still watch the NFL, and I, and and I feel guilty sometimes about that because I'm like, man, I have to make you have to pick a side. You can't say, oh, I watch the NFL, but I support Colin Kaepernick. I'm like, what do you do in that instance? It's kind of like you you win or lose. You're in a lose lose, you know. Yeah, I get it. Um, like you said, I'm with Cap, but I don't. Uh, let me see if this makes sense. I don't watch the I don't watch the NFL. I guess I don't support the NFL. I, I I support the players. So I watch players. I have a team. I like the Cowboys, but I don't like how the I don't like Jerry Jones. I don't Correct. like any of those people. I don't I don't like most of the owners in the NFL just Correct. because they won't pick them up and but they pick up these other quarterbacks who who's had like nice trouble and with the law domestic violence like type of stuff yeah you picking everybody else people who haven't been in the league for four years but Correct. you pick them as a backup yep five years they got more interceptions than <laughs> any like mm-hmm. you put their stats up against kaepernick you'd be like oh that's a jv quarterback and this is an nfl quarterback it's not even a comparison yeah you know just, so yeah so you're I, see now now that you put it that way then it makes me feel less Guilty as I felt because, yes, I, I support the Philadelphia Eagles and I'm a fan of the Eagles. I'm a fan of a lot of the players and a lot of the players do things and stuff like that. You know, so like Red said, yeah, you support your, your team that you like and the players, but you may not agree with everything else that goes on in the NFL. So, yeah, you yeah. can still support. You can still be supportive of Colin Kaepernick. But I feel like at some point you will have to make a decision to be all in, you know, yeah, because what he stands for is so powerful and and. It's just so much proof to be seen pertaining to um, a lot of the, the deaths we had in, in these past years, pertaining even before he made the protest until now. It's just a substantial amount of uh, deaths, deaths in the hand of uh, police officers pertaining to our black people. So it's like, I feel like at some point, <clears throat> as a black community, we're going to have to go all in. We're either going to all boy, we're going to boycott the NFL and hit them where it really hurts, and Kaepernick's going to get a job, or he's going to get to a point where he feels comfortable enough to be like, guys, we made our point, and the NFL is going to be what it's going to be, but I'm good where I'm at. Like, you know, it's good. We're good. Like, there's no need to hit a dead horse. Like, we'll hit them where it really hurts. And these guys, the NFL players, the African-American NFL players, they have the most power. They're the most talented players in the NFL. But the NFL is not like the NBA. There's no guaranteed contract. you telling these guys to risk their, their financial um, finances. Um, they have bills and kids to take care of so it's it's hard you know it's a decision that they have to make for themselves yeah like like you said it's not much guaranteed money as the nba does have um you just look at the past couple players that's been going through contract negotiations like ezekiel elliott Le'Veon bell Mm -hmm. melvin gordon on the charges um and the list goes on like these players are high caliber. Yes, football is a a, a very harmful sport, so mm-hmm. you can get hurt any time. But that's why these players are holding out because you never know when you can get hurt or 
a career ending injury. So you want Correct. them you you want that contract as early as early as you can get it. Correct. Because if you don't get it and say you plan on that franchise tag contract mm-hmm. that's one year, you get hurt. Now you now you lose a bunch of money because you weren't able to sign that three, four year contract. Correct. And the value goes down as well. Yeah, so that's why I don't I don't agree with most of these owners because like it's all they're all for themselves. They love, they love to belittle an athlete when they when they want to do what they want to do and get mm-hmm. the money they want to get. Correct. But on the other side, when a team lets a player go or a team trades a player, it's oh, it's a business move. Everything's a business move. Correct. We did what's the best in the team. Okay. So like, <laughs> to go back to Kaepernick, my bad. I went off a little bit, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure behind closed doors, he's he speaks to many players and he's. He probably tells them to get get your money, um, support your family, keep playing a game that you love. Because at this point, today or yesterday was the three year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Today, I think. And like it's three, it's been three years. Like if if it ain't changed by now, it's probably not going to change. Yeah. And um, the NFL, unfortunately, will keep on going with or without cap. So. Correct. I'm sh- I'm sure he's telling them to push forward. Of course, he want to be in the league. He want because he still is in shape. He still is better than half the quarterbacks in the league. Correct. Or at least in probably ninety percent or hundred percent of the backups. So oh yeah, he sure. definitely should be in the league. But the Jay Z Rock Nation NFL is it's it's an iffy situation. You you can I can pick both sides and I can argue for both sides. But um, we'll be here all day doing that. But uh, Jay Z, I'm not surprised because he's a businessman. He Correct. he makes the moves that's for the best interest for him and also his his businesses. Rock Nation is one of his businesses. Correct. It's a good look for that business. So and who knows what the you know contract was? Yeah. And and the, yeah so discussions. We go. We go only hope that the discussions are pertaining to the issues that we have with. Um, african-american people and the police pertaining to uh, police brutality so we only hope that that is something that's being talked about um and guys go on colin kaepernick's uh instagram as well he has a video um uh, he doing like a voiceover and a lot of the parents and stuff are just thanking him for his support and him taking a knee would admit for them and their family it's a really touching video and it really gives you some insight that this wasn't something that just came to him Oh, let me just do this. No, this is something that was on his heart for a long time, and he moved fear out the way and and did it. You know, so big ups to Colin Kaepernick and his whole movement, and continue to do what you believe in your heart is the right thing to do. And you'll always have the support of everybody. We everyone supports everything that Colin Kaepernick is doing because we know the sacrifice that he did. You know, to play a sport that you love, you've been playing all your life, to sacrifice that and still want to do. Um, and still do it and, and be okay with that, That that's just the most respect you'll always get from me. Speaking of support, uh, <clears throat> Rich Paul <laughs> is getting a lot of, well, got a lot of support when the NCAA basically made a rule or a stipulation that agents can't represent uh, players coming out of, who are, who are trying to test the waters out of a college. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to have three years of a, of a experience. Yep. They have to take a test at the NCAA headquarters, <laughs> and they have to have a bachelor's degree. 
Um, <laughs> and Rich Paul, if you don't know, he doesn't have a bachelor bachelor's degree, um, but he's he represents a lot of the top players in the league. Uh, ben Simmons, you know, Draymond Green, Anthony Davis. I could, go, go, I could go on and on. I didn't say LeBron, but y'all know that. <laughs> Facts. Um, but yeah, so basically, they made that rule maybe last week. Yep. Twitter, Instagram was on fire. Yep. Uh, LeBron tweeted Rich Paul rule. Uh, and then from there, from there on, a bunch of players was in support of Rich Paul. I'm sure the NCAA got the message um, because maybe yesterday or two days ago, they changed the rule saying that you don't have to have a bachelor's degree. So that just shows you the power of uh, our people, uh, the power of social media, the power of just, if you want change, you can you can make it happen as long as you have supporters behind you and, and to back you up because... Rich Paul is one of the, he's only been in the agent game for so long, but he's already one of the best ones that, we, that we've that we seen. He gets his players the best deals. Correct. Um, Tristan Thompson touch. got a big deal. Yep. Like, And then you try to put this rule, place this rule, yep. and we we can read. We Between can the read, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the Rich Paul rule. Yeah, it was it was it was really funny to see the NCAA try to pull the wool over who I who are you fooling with this? Who like who, I was waiting for it to be a joke. Like, oh, are we joking right now? Like, okay, so now we have to have a bachelor's degree. Where did this come from? You're trying like Jalen Rose said. You're trying to stop the next Rich Paul. He's in sync with the climate. He's in sync with what's going on nowadays with these athletes. They're not just players that dribble up and down the court, you know? They're 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 really smart young men that have brands that want to branch off. They don't just want to be known as basketball players. They have um, things they do in the community. Some of them are in the fashion. Some of them are to tech. Some of them are investing in real estate. So why stop someone that's on a, on a pulse of the culture from building these young men up instead of just saying, okay, you're a basketball player, just take a shoe deal, that's it. All right, just be the typical basketball player that just have a shoe deal. That's it. Okay, that anybody can do that. Nah, he he understands the culture. He understands what's going on right now, and all his athletes that he are that he has under him are they they know what's up. They they got the they got the idea, you know. So that's just what it is. And I knew the NCAA will fold. It was only a matter of time. It was a joke from the beginning. So I was just waiting for them to fold. Like, Once you get all the top players, well, they should have know knew like that would have been a lot. It would have been a lot of backlash with that rule because you like there's people out here who some people can't afford college. Some people don't want to go to college. If you can represent somebody and somebody is willing to trust in you that you can represent them to the best of your ability. And get them the best deals, the best mm-hmm. endorsements. Yep. If you can take that chance on that person, and they don't have a bachelor's degree, what's the problem? Like that's their decision on on making that agent choice. And if it goes bad, that's on them. That's on Correct. the player. Correct. Like you can't make people go to college. Like, Correct. R- like Rich Paul is a prime example. He didn't go to college, and he's one. Even though LeBron is his best friend, which is you know an added plus is a plus, but. There's people out here who 
can't afford college but have a great mind that know how to negotiate. Like it's a lot of there's a lot of people out here that know like they know how to negotiate. Correct. They will get a deal done. You know, yep. It's a class in college, uh, a, a chemistry class in college is not helping you get that. Correct. And the thing about it is I can see the NCAA was like, all right, you got that bachelor's degree and we're gonna help you get it. Like the student loan debt from two thousand fourteen is like a one point three trillion of student loan debt. <laughs> trillion, not billion, not million, trillion. 44 million people have borrowed money from these student loan places and they want their money back. So the NCAA said you have to have a bachelor's degree. I have to go into debt to get a bachelor's degree for a job that didn't require me to have a bachelor's degree, but now you need me to have a bachelor's degree. But you're not going to help me get the bachelor's degree. You just want me to get in debt for the bachelor's degree for a job that doesn't require a bachelor's degree. Have a good day. Small print. Basically said, uh, we don't want any black agents. Correct. We want just white agents, but that's just what I saw. That's what I how it, I read it. It get it get real <laughs> spicy when you read between the lines because like you know you can do research that African American people we don't graduate college as the highest rate of other people because we have other issues to get there pertaining finances or um, maybe low income housing, single parent homes, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it just took him back like oh. But I didn't see anything about helping the person get the bachelor's degree. I just seen you have to have a bachelor's degree. So I have to go to a school for four years. School. That's a okay, hundred thousand dollars <laughs> of debt. Okay. For a job that requires that doesn't require a degree that you just made it up. You just made these rules up for what? The NCAA, they're they're barking up a scary tree because if, if this rule were to stand, these kids would have been like, all right, bet, I'm gonna just go overseas. What is the point of me going to this big university anyway? I can't even talk to the, the best agents. I got to talk to somebody that's been to college that's going to read from a book. Oh, you should do this and you should do this. And they don't, they're not in there. They don't have a foot on the culture. They don't know what's going on. they just a robot that went to college and, oh, you do it this way or do it that way. No, every player is different. I wish y'all saw the Keto robot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but the Rich Paul rule has been reversed. Of course, like we all knew it would be. That was light, though. I knew that. I knew. I knew. Yeah, once they release that, they're probably like, oh, man, what did we just do? Facts. Um, when you got LeBron James on your side, yeah, a lot of things can change. Um, but, yeah, that was the Rich Paul rule. I'm, I'm sure you guys followed it and yep. saw what The brief was Rich on. Paul rule. Yeah, it, was, it didn't <laughs> last too long. No, it lasted didn't. almost as long as uh, Kim Kardashian and uh, Chris Humphreys. But... <laughs> Chill, bro. We do not want them Kardashian fans. They like Nicki fans. They, I just need one Kardashian to hear that, and then we good. No, they they gonna do us like the girl, girl Wood. Shout out and to her. on right now. That's I'm sorry, but, we um, just got on the off on a tangent. But uh, shout out to the, the uh, all the people that roasted the NBA. I mean you, the NCAA. You want to talk about Joe Budden and Nicki or? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. I don't know if y'all yeah, seen uh, Joe Budden on Queens Radio, but it was funny because it's like seeing two people that are very similar argue about points that they have done in the past. But the thing I did like is Nikki was just asking Joe questions that a lot of people want to ask him when he makes statements about people. He made a statement that Nikki was on drugs. She was like, why would you say that when you never was in an interaction with me that you would be able to see that I was on drugs? So he was like, what, you popped a pill? Okay, popping a pill? Is a totally different thing from being on drugs. <laughs> yes. Totally different. Like, oh, bro, what you? Oh, you? Oh, I just my one time in my life I popped a pill. Now I'm a drug addict. That's a stretch. You could really mess somebody's livelihood up like that. And I think that's what Nicki Minaj is explaining to him. Like, bro, you said I'm a drug addict. 
but I talk about it in my songs that I pop pills, two different things, two different things. Um, they also touched on the motorsport record. Joe was insinuating and Nikki didn't know Cardi was on it. Nikki was saying she knew. Why would she not know? It was, it was just a back and forth. It was funny because it's just like somebody was doing what Joe Button do to all, a lot of people. Talk about him and then when he get in front of him, he just be like taken aback or just like, what? I don't get what I did wrong or I didn't know what I said wrong. You said, said this lady was on drugs, but she clearly is not. So it was just a funny dynamic because they're very similar. They're more similar than different. But I just thought it was funny because I like to see Joe Button in that type of setting getting grilled like he grills everybody else. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. I have to catch up on it. So next episode, I will be more prepared. Um, Cause I know she was on his podcast. Yeah, she went as on well. his podcast. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna listen to both of those. You know, see what I can get from and take some notes. You know, it was yeah, it, it wasn't. It was just something to touch on because it was just it was just funny to see uh, Joe Button in that type of dynamic. Somebody really asking him like, "This is what you said," and I'm trying to, "Why did you say it?" Or what was your reasoning behind it? What was the facts you had behind it? You just speaking your opinion and say that. So it was just it was just pretty good to see. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah, was I gotta check it out. <laughs> Joe Button episodes be like two hours. Yeah, bro, you gotta chill. I know our last one was about two hours, but that don't happen too often. Man, that's You're, a family every, reunion right there. Every, every one of his is two <laughs> hours. Mm-hmm. But he, he, Joe Button, he got that platform. You know, Correct. people gonna listen. But um, we we not at that point yet. But uh, yeah, I'll check that out. Um, I want to give a shout out to my boy Mel. He just got a promotion. Um, I'm not going to say where he work at. I don't want y'all pulling up on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shout out to Mel. Congratulations. Send me a dollar fifty on. We'll send you our cash at the Playmaker Podcast cash app. And um, we probably will be starting it up soon, guys, because me and Reg would like to do things in the community. And we're currently not getting sponsored yet. That is still available. You can DM me and Reggie if you want anything to be promoted on the podcast. We would love to support you. And we're not trying to break the break the bank. Um, but yeah, guys, we want to do some things in the community. There's a lot of people doing back to school drives. So shout out to everybody who's going to back to school drive. Um, last time I got paid, I, I donated this time I'm going to Miami. So the next time I get paid, I donate. <laughs> I'll donate. But, um, I also want to give a shout out to my boyfriend. Today is his birthday. He turned 30 years old. Yeah, so yeah. happy birthday to you, babe. I love you. And you old. And I always <laughs> wanted to date an older. I'm saying, I'm just... <laughs> when I first seen you, I'm like, man, look at that older man. I'm saying, nah, I'm not even going to get into the old man yeah, jokes. Yeah. But um, shout out to you, babe. Happy birthday. And um, yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, so happy birthday to your hubby. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even like saying that word, but it just came out. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. But yes. I hope you guys also listened to episode 19. You know, it was a family reunion. Yes, that uh, episode was pretty very funny. Very it, was, it was more of a first 20 minutes was about, you know, the alumni league. And yes. Our guys, Franz and Khalid, they really talked about their league, what they expect from it, what yep. they're going to do next year, and what they can improve on. Yep. And then from 20 minutes on, it's, <laughs> it's, it's sort of a, you know, a comedy show. Almost. Yes, yes. It's very funny, guys. It's but it's very informative. Very informative, well. and it's different from a lot of our episodes where mm-hmm. me and Reg were straightforward. We're trying to be as professional as possible. Not saying we weren't professional, but we let our hair down a little bit. We was with people that we've known for so long, and it was just a dope dynamic. And each one of those uh, people that were in that uh, interview they're all people that really su- support the podcast they really listen to the podcast and you could tell when somebody really listens because they t- tell you stuff that you said and 
go back and forth with you on points. And that's just amazing to see that somebody that you know personally takes their time out of their day where they can listen to a lot of different podcasts, but listen to you and support you. So shout out to Fee, Janae, uh, France, uh, Khalid, Annie, all y'all. Shout out to all y'all for coming out, showing love and we definitely got to do that again. That was fun. We definitely got to do that on camera, but <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll figure that out. <laughs> but, um, so guys, we're available on all platforms, mm-hmm. wherever you listen at, you know, wherever we you say listen, it all Google the time. Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. a podcast app on Apple, because all y'all got iPhones. Mm-hmm. And I will be, I'm going to tell y'all where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Miami. <laughs> and I'm going to do a video of me. I'm going to be going up to strangers, guys. And I'm going to be asking them, do they have an iPhone? I'm going to be mm-hmm. telling them to Subscribe. go on the Playmaker podcast. I'm going to be doing it. And you will see it on IG, but that's just something I want to do until we get our, I'm going to get some business cards, but I definitely going to be out there, definitely promote the podcast because it's Miami. Who don't listen to stuff? I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? I'm going to be out there having fun, but I'm definitely going to be trying to support, uh, promote the brand as well. You already know that. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. Visit our, our website. Of course. www.theplaymakerpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We see mm-hmm. it all the time. Submit a playmaker of the week this week. I don't have one. I'm not sure. Kitty, you got one? No, I don't have one this yeah, week, but yeah. I will have one next week. All right, it's lit. So, yeah, go on our website. Go to the bottom of It's on the bottom of every page. Yep. You put in, if you, you don't even have to put in your name. You put in their name, what they do, why you think they should be nominated or should be the Playmaker of the Week. It's mm-hmm. simple. And simple. then you hit submit, and then we look at them. It's simple. It's simple. Uh-huh. That's all we ask. And, um... Yeah, but keep supporting us. We appreciate the support. Before we let y'all go, I got to get right. Um, Keita, you can get right, too, if you want. Oh, but my get right, I posted it a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it, and it pertains to anybody. It can pertain to a athlete, a entrepreneur, um, a kid growing up, mm-hmm. like kid in high school, kid in college. Listen. Every everybody that you connect with and link up with is not is not always gonna be a good connection. Don't you don't have to link up with everybody mm-hmm. just because it looked like they doing well. It may not it may not line up with your values, your goals, your vision, um, mm-hmm. and what you what you stand for. Some people, some it's rappers out here who rap about things that you may not support. Maybe they're not fit to be on this this or that podcast, but Correct. they're fit for somebody else's podcast. Correct. That doesn't mean they're not doing well in what they do, but it just doesn't fit in what we're trying to do with our brand and Correct. our our uh, you know vision. So every connection isn't always a good connection. So Correct. be careful who you who you vibe with, who you give your energy to, mm-hmm. um, who you open your door for, uh, because. Some some people who look like they're doing well can bring your brand down, but maybe that'll bring theirs up. So just be careful who you choose to be on your platform, who you choose to hang out with. Mm-hmm. It just goes on so many levels. But yeah, uh, yeah that's my get right. To piggyback what off Reg said, yeah, if you're going to link with somebody and you're going to collab with somebody, let it be organic. So any conversation that you're having, just let it be organic um, and, and let it flow and let it be natural. If you feel like you're forcing something or you have to push the issue or force them to do something or you feel like you're going above and beyond and they're doing the bare minimum, then you already can see what it's going to be. But so Rich, that was a good one. Um, my get right is to trust your gut and trust your, your feelings about any situation. It could be your job. It could be your, your family, anything that you feel in your heart that you want to do, trust it. You want to go ahead and start a business, start your research and everything now and do it. Just go out on a limb and do it. Whatever you feel like you want to do, Life is so, so, so short. You can be here today and really go on tomorrow. You just never, ever know. 
So please don't sell yourself short because you just so fearful of failing. Failure is a part of all our journeys. It's going to happen. Either you're going to learn from it or you're going to run from it. Period. Period. As she gets ready to go to Miami. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, nah, that was good, Kita. Uh, but that's our get right for this week. To all our playmakers out there, continue to support us. Um, continue to post us on your Instagram stories, your pages. Mm-hmm. Shout us out. You know, all that good stuff. We appreciate uh, it. We appreciate all of it. We on, you know, we on all social media platforms, Reg underscore Playmaker, the Playmaker Podcast, and you got Kita. I'm Queen Kita 14 and Kita underscore the Playmaker. So follow both of them. Preferably follow the Kita underscore Playmaker. I'm trying to post more on there, but my regular page, it be booming, so I try to post on there as well. But follow both of them. Inboxes, uh, different topics you guys want us to talk about. Um, I am going on vacation, but I was off today, so I told Reg, let's do an episode today. So you guys have something to listen to. Uh, until we're back again next week and you'll get a definitely a longer episode. But we thought to just bless y'all ears with just a little something, something, a little inspiration to get y'all uh, through y'all, um, y'all weekend and through the week. Um, and we just want to thank everybody for the continuous support. I see all you guys screenshotting that you'll be listening. And you guys have no idea what that means to me and Ridge. Um, and shout out to everybody that's been telling me how awesome I am on the podcast. I'm I ain't trying Stay to get cocky, and I, and I ain't trying to get cocky now. But it's it's very shocking um, because I do I really do this because I love to talk about sports and I love to voice my opinion on, on certain topics. And it's just nice to see that people that know me from my basketball days see, see me now and they're really proud and they're really excited for the future that it holds for the podcast for me and Reg. So we just want to say thank you for the continued support. And this is episode twenty of the Playmaker Podcast, and guys, we appreciate you guys for listening today. This is a, a shorter episode, but we just wanted to bless your ears with something light. Um, and we just want to say thank you for the continued support. And you guys have a wonderful, productive, positive week going into your weekend. Be safe and, and have as much fun as you can. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, to our playmakers <laughs> out there, this is episode 20. I'm Reggie Coleman. I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas. See you next week. Peace. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.